listening to the coffee hour i'm andy bates i'm sarah golseth we're headed to the dominican republic today yes well, at least one of our guests is in the dominican republic <laughs> we'll have that conversation in just a moment thanks to concordia university wisconsin for supporting the coffee hour find out more about concordia university wisconsin at cuw.edu live uncommon joining us today from the dominican republic we have deaconess danelle putnam serving the lord in the dominican republic thanks so much for joining us today deaconess putnam thank you it's nice to be here We are excited to talk about some friends that you recently had visit in the past year and some fellow deaconesses and deaconess students uh, joining us from Concordia University, Chicago, Deaconess Kristen Wasilek, Interim Dean of the College of Theology, Arts and Humanities, and a deaconess program leader for Concordia University, Chicago, Deaconess Kristen, welcome. Great to be with you. And Katie Kaufman, Deaconess graduate from Concordia University, Chicago, who made the visit to the Dominican Republic as a Deaconess student. Katie, welcome to the Coffee Hour. Thanks for having me. So let's talk about your experience as a student, Katie. Um, Why were you interested in visiting our brothers and sisters in the Dominican Republic as a Deaconess student? The main reason was to see mission work in action. I've heard from other missionaries in the past, and you always hear that there's never a average day of missionary work. And so getting to go and to see, even to participate in some of the mission work was a great opportunity. So what did you know about the Dominican Republic? Did you know anything about the DR before you uh, before you thought about going down there? Really not much at all. I just knew it shared an island with Haiti and it was going to be hot. So it was great <laughs> to have Anne Gonzalez and... Aaron McKenzie was our uh, volunteer coordinator that sent us information beforehand and encouraged us to uh, do some research on the culture. And that was very helpful uh, to prepare beforehand and know what we were getting into. So what did that research and preparation look like for you? What kinds of things did you look at? What kinds of cultural stuff that did you do? Uh, did you do any language training as well? What did all of that look like for you? I did not do much language training. Mm-hmm. I took Spanish in high school for a few years, which was helpful. It would have been nice maybe to be more fluent, but Aaron was there to help translate the whole time as well. And we uh, watched a video that they had prepared from other volunteers telling us what to expect, as well as uh, read a book on the Dominican Republic that went over many cultural differences and things to expect. All right. What was your biggest hope? for this trip? And what was your biggest fear about making this trip? (laughs) Biggest hope, really, I just wanted to meet the local people, meet the missionaries, and learn more about what they were doing, learn more about the work our Senate is doing in other countries. And the biggest fear, just always there's a fear going to a new country. I've never been out of the country before. So in that sense, not knowing what it would be like, uh, the unknown is always a little bit of a fear. Deaconess Kristen, what did you want your students to experience on their visit to the Dominican Republic? Well, in short, I guess I wanted them to be stretched, if if you can put it that way, like stretched spiritually, emotionally, physically, cognitively, stretch their their ideas of how the world works, how the church works, how the Lord works. The 
you discover things about students when they're under stress. They discovered things about me under stress too. You know, just how you travel together and unexpected things that happen. But also just watching them interact in a completely new way. New sights, new smells, new sounds. Everything's new. And and you start hearing how they process that and how they go from everything being surprising and weird to even by the end of just one week, feeling very comfortable with things that at first they were very like, whoa, what's that? And as the week goes on, they start focusing more and more on people's spiritual welfare and their personalities and who they are underneath the Spanish language and the newness and making them relax and and just see how amazing God's work is in this very concentrated way. So much was packed in into eight days. I could never replicate that kind of experience here in the United States. And so we were very blessed by our deaconess sisters who serve in the Dominican Republic as well as the Dominican students and deaconesses who are from there who taught our students as well. Deaconess Putnam, what kind of preparations did you make on your end for these students to come and visit you? (laughs) We've, we always enjoy receiving guests, and especially as a deaconess, we enjoy receiving um, sisters on the field to share with them. One of the things that we do with these learning trips, which the students from Concordia Chicago did was a learning tri- trip, was we plug them into our regular activities. So there wasn't a whole lot of preparation that we actually had to do for them. Rather, it was just... Um, having them shadow us, look at what we do, maybe change a few activities to include them or to have them lead something. But we didn't create any extra activity out of the norm for them to participate. Rather, we included them in our life and work, not only of the missionaries, but of the other church workers here in the Dominican and the mission. My husband and I did host them at our homes that we did prepare uh, and my husband prepared more, better said, a nice meal for them. But other than that, we just really like people to um, be able to come down and see um, what real life mission work is like. And so we don't do really any extra preparations. Uh, rather, we fit them into what we're already doing. Um, and so that could be in the area of administration. It could be in the area of church planning, in the area of theological education, in the area of mercy work and mercy projects we have. So there's a whole gamut of different things for the the ladies to see. Mm-hmm. Mm. So the, the tell me a little bit more about some of the work that you get to do day to day. You mentioned mercy work and, and all the other things that that team there in the Dominican Republic gets to do. What are some of the things that you get to do as a deaconess in the Dominican Republic that you got to share with these students? Well, here in the Dominican, our field is also the regional hub uh, for Latin America and the Caribbean. So the students were able to meet missionaries that not only serve the Dominican Republic, maybe as church planners, 
or theological educators, but they also serve the greater region. Um, and that could be caring for other missionaries. Or specifically, we also have a seminary in the Dominican Republic, and our seminary serves the region. One of the areas that I'm involved in, which it directly correlates with the students that came from CUC, is I'm involved in deaconess formation in Latin America and the Caribbean. So we're forming women in our sister mission or missions of the LCMS and our sister churches. So this year we're in nine different countries serving them. So we talked about that and what that looks like. What does not only formation look like, but what does it, how are these other women in um, our sisters in Christ serving in their countries and their churches? Uh, they're serving in the areas of Christian education and Sunday school and youth group, um, reaching out to their neighborhoods, reaching out to kids and youth who don't know Christ, bringing them into the church to share God's worth with them. Um, they're involved in spiritual care of people. They go and do visits um, to people in their congregation, to family members and members, to people they know who need help to pray for them, to do devotions for them. And they're also involved in different mercy work projects. And for example, in the Dominican, one of our mercy work projects is we have a group home for people developing disabilities and several ministries for people developmental disabilities. That's one of the things that we uh, in, that the ladies were involved in and saw and, and did activities with our kids. But the, um, also in our region, now we have ladies who are also reaching out to the last to the community to people who have spiritual and physical needs who need God's mercy, and, and they do that through many, many ways. There's feeding programs and, and getting people medical care. So these are all types of things that the ladies were able to see not only going on in our field, but then extending now into other parts of our region, Latin America and the Caribbean. Sounds like a great opportunity for Deaconess students to be able to see all of that happening in another cultural context, another country, with another language, all of these things that, that sound like it's a great opportunity to have that experience before being placed somewhere and maybe an, an inspiration for Deacon and students to serve internationally as well. Katie, what was that like for you getting to the Dominican Republic at the beginning of this trip? Or what was that experience like for you embarking on this journey? It was very different. I, uh, like I said, never been out of the country before. So meeting all types of different people. Of course, the language was a little bit of a barrier, but seeing how things are structured differently there, seeing the uh, different work and ministry that they're doing uh, was all new. There are a lot of similarities, of course, between what they're doing there and what we do here in the States. But that was also a lot of differences that we talked about, how the, the culture really defines how that ministry plays out in action. And identifying those was really neat and a, a great way to learn from of them and see uh, not just that what we can offer them, but what they can offer us. We have more to learn about the Deaconess student visit to the Dominican Republic in just a moment. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. At Concordia University, Wisconsin, we believe you were created for a reason to use your God-given gifts to help others, to live a life of self-sacrifice in a me-first world, to live a life that's uncommon, 
Whether you're taking one of 50-plus online programs or learning with us in person on the shores of Lake Michigan, you'll be equipped to make an uncommon impact. Learn more at cuw.edu. Concordia University, Wisconsin. Live Uncommon. Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We are talking with deaconess students and deaconesses uh, serving in the in the Dominican Republic and students from Concordia University, Chicago, who recently made a visit to the Dominican Republic. Our guest today, deaconess Kristen Wasilek, interim dean of the College of Theology and Arts and Humanities at Concordia University, Chicago. She's also the deaconess program leader there at CUC. Katie Kaufman, recent deaconess graduate from Concordia University, Chicago, and deaconess Danelle Putnam, who serves the Lord in the Dominican Republic. Now, Katie, we were talking a little bit about your experience as a student visiting there, all the things you got to learn, got to see while visiting the Dominican Republic, especially visiting with sister deaconesses and sister deaconess students in the Dominican Republic. All this learning happening while you were there. Did you also have the opportunity to to serve in any way while you were there? We did. We were able to go to the group home that's right next to the seminary and visit with the um, people with developmental disabilities that live there. And that was a very joyful experience of just playing games with them and uh, eating a meal with them, getting to know them a little bit. There was one woman there who was showing us pictures of her family, and um, that was really sweet. She wanted to include us and show us about her life. And that we were also able to go to the state-run mental hospital in the Dominican Republic and a kind of similar situation. We played games with them. They really loved to play bingo and did manicures and colored with them and just showing Christ's love to those people, as well as doing a little bit of work around the seminary, some landscaping and weeding, planting flowers. What were some of the highlights of your time there? It sounds like you were able to meet a lot of people and do a lot of things, see a lot of uh, different types of work being done. What were some of the highlights of that time for you over those eight days? Going to the group home was definitely one of the highlights, um, meeting the people there, as well as going to the uh, class for deaconess students was a lot of fun. Uh, Even though it was completely in Spanish, it was pretty easy to follow along with just because it's exactly the kind of things that we learned here at Concordia Chicago. And uh, then afterwards, we got to meet with the Deaconess students, hear their stories. And that was also really neat just to, again, seeing differences and similarities between us. So they were older women, so different stages of their life, their I'm going back to serve in their home congregations, unlike us, that we can be called to serve anywhere in the country or world even. And but then, of course, still the similarities that we have the same faith, the same Lord, same training. So I really enjoyed getting to speak with them. Deaconess Kristen, what are some of the things that you learned as a lifelong student, <laughs> what are some of the things that you learned on this trip visiting with deaconesses and others in the Dominican Republic? One thing I had intended to do was something somebody asked me. One of the deaconesses asked, you know, we're, we're weary. And can you, when you're here, just concentrate also on helping to uphold us and encourage us and listen to us. And, you know, 
it reminded me of of just how important the deaconess community is that we all get weary in our service and sometimes due to certain circumstances and, and certainly all coming out of covid whew, everything's just been a lot a lot <laughs> and uh, so one thing was really helpful for me to keep in mind was that my sisters needed encouragement and our students we're also mindful of that, of, of praying for our deaconesses there, and we continue to do that, both the deaconesses from the States and those that are um, from Latin America. We also, just taking time to listen to them and, and carry one another's burdens and laugh and share God's word with, with each other, that was a very meaningful um, part for me. I think if there's one sort of unexpected thing that happened is is on one of our home visits, we were with a Dominican deaconess who was interacting with a woman and the, the woman's disabled child who was in a wheelchair. And we're just sitting on their porch in a regular place and, you know, just listening to this deaconess, watching how she interacted with this mother and son. And during the whole time we're there, about half hour, 40 minutes, the deaconess was just standing next to this boy, just stroking his hair, just gently caring for him as she's talking to him and his mother and praying and sharing God's encouragement and encouragement to come to worship, just in this really gentle, loving combination of mercy, spiritual care, and teaching them of Christ's love. Um, that that moment really stands out for me. Um, the The culture is so welcoming, and and beautifully open arms uh, to us. We, we felt so welcome. It was not tourism. This was, this was a different kind of experience where we, we were in people's homes. Uh, even when we went to the beach um, on the last day we were there in the afternoon, we went to a Dominican family beach. Uh, there were no other tourists there. We were the only North American looking people on the beach. And so we were kind of like celebrity status. The girls got a lot of attention. and But it was so friendly and open and people asked us questions and we got to know people even just on the beach. I would not let my students interact in that kind of way here in the United States. I wouldn't feel like it was safe or welcome to do so. Um, it was just real... Uh, eye-opening experience, even though that's the third time I've been there. Katie, how has this experience shaped how you uh, view your future vocation as a deaconess? Great question. I uh, mentioned a little bit how we were comparing our deaconess ministry here in the States and there in the Dominican Republic and how there really are so many similarities between the two, even though also many differences. And it was great to be in that ministry, too, to see deaconesses at those home visits, spiritually caring for people, doing mercy work with the people with disabilities, those who are marginalized in the community, 
teaching the faith in Sunday school, Bible studies, and all of that really did enrich my understanding of how God works in the church and in the world. And it was also cool seeing that there is a little bit of a special bond between us deaconess sisters that are doing this work, continuing this tradition of women serving the church. And there's uh, one deaconess in particular who is uh, Dominican and works in Santo Domingo that we were able to Zoom with and how she was spiritually caring for us over that Zoom call and um, just always encouraging us and um, telling us to trust God, to lean on the Lord, that he will see us through whatever we go through in life. And I think that really sums it up pretty well. Deaconess Putnam, what does a visit like this mean for your students uh, to interact with other Deaconess students from the States? I think not only for our students, but you know, for the for the Dominican Church, you know, we're we're on an island, and so it's it's always there's always a curiosity of what's outside the island, and we're a new little mission, a small church, and so meeting brothers and sisters in Christ has always been helpful to get them a a larger picture of the church and the Lutheran Church, and especially since we're t- so tiny here. Then in with respect to the deaconess students, they're they're very encouraged. Um, they they see other women who are also studying and uh, wanting to to dedicate their lives to the, to the service of the Lord and His Church and to reaching the lost. Um, that helps motivate them. Uh, they understand that they're in this together. Um, they're excited to see other ladies uh, who are interested in serving in God's kingdom, just as they are. So it, it becomes you know, something that is, is larger you know, for them. And I think it helps kind of bring importance to what they're doing also, or helps them understand the importance of what they're doing and, and their service. And then, of course, just the fellowship is always just a real blessing uh, to have a fellowship with brothers and sisters of Christ, in this case, especially the sisters. Mm-hmm. Katie, what would you say to future students who might have the opportunity to visit the Dominican Republic or another international um, missionary site as well as a student, as a deaconess student? I would say go for it. You're going to learn a lot about the world, about our mission to other countries, and you can also use the lessons to apply to your life and wherever you end up, even if you don't want to be a missionary, it is a really enriching and helpful experience and you might not get the opportunity again. So just do it. <laughs> Deaconess Kristen, how is this integral part and experiences like this an integral part of Deaconess formation at Concordia Chicago? The students all participate in at least two years of field work in a year of full-time paid internship uh, as their fifth year. So they have a lot of practical experiences that are required of them and a lot that happens volunteer basis in spiritual life opportunities here on campus and with our Northern Illinois district. But an experience like this cannot really be matched in the States to be completely out of your comfort zone, to explore the idea, am I interested in missions? You know, one of the students on the trip was like, and then just 
all the way along through the trip, her smile just kind of kept on getting bigger and bigger and bigger because the Lord was really working on her heart and, and tearing down some barriers of her thinking and her resistance to the idea of being a missionary. Um, so, yeah, I can't do that. You know, the Lord works um, through all these deaconesses and experiences, the pastors that we met, um, being in worship together in a, in a foreign language that is the same language of the church together and liturgy. It, you know, it's just, it rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Our guest today, Deaconess Danelle Putnam, serving the Lord in the Dominican Republic. Thanks so much for being our guest. Thank you. Thank you. Deaconess, Deaconess Kristen Waslick, Interim Dean of the College of Theology, Arts, and Humanities, as well as Deaconess Program Leader at Concordia University, Chicago. Deaconess Kristen, thanks for being our guest. Much appreciated. Thanks so much. And Katie Kaufman, a recent Deaconess student graduate from Concordia University, Chicago. Katie, thanks so much for sharing your story with us today. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere. Anywhere.